Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 335 on the Get Married podcast. We're so excited to be back in your ears. We had a break last week. Yes, because... Why do we have a break? Because I got engaged. Oh. <laughs> was that only last week? Yes. That no, was two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it was like two weeks ago and then it was like a week of excitement and like so much happening, not just like with me getting engaged, but you looking to buy a house and it was like there was too many things and how does like how do you also produce a podcast while also building and creating your business and live and like keeping up with like family and friends and like yeah. everything else that's happening yeah what the uh but anyway the topic of the conversation today is weddings because we're really excited that Carla is getting married yes. obviously you are ultra excited yeah but we also googled weddings and like <laughs> you know, the origins, because I'm, look, I'm not, I'm not anti-love. I'm love, love. I'm all for love. And I love the idea of love. You're pro-love. Yeah, I'm pro-love, of course. Whoever you love, go for it. But I'm not sure if I'm really for weddings. I just don't know about them. <laughs> I And I'm excited for my sister's wedding, obviously. And I love going to weddings. Look, I love going to weddings. They're great. They're fun. And I always cry and I always laugh. Like they're beautiful celebrations of love. But I don't believe they're necessary if you don't want them. Yeah. I guess maybe it's like you don't – like you're like, well, you could just do the same thing without actually getting married. Do you know what I mean? Like you could have a party celebrating your love without actually getting married. Yes. And also the fact that, you know, if you just are with your partner and you live with your partner for a certain number of years, you're considered to be in a de facto relationship, which is the same as a wedding, like a, a wedded relationship anyway, I'm pretty sure. Like legally, legal, legal wise, like you don't have the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. And you don't, don't have, have the party. The yeah, you don't have the <laughs> ring. So wait, is a wedding just all about the big fat diamond? See, this, I don't know about that. That doesn't really sit well with me because I think, oh, like that's what it's about. It's very material. Yeah, I think that – look, I think that they can get that way. I don't think all weddings are that way. No. Like as an example, like my wedding is not going to be like that. Um, and I think it's about, you know, checking in. Like we've had many conversations already about my wedding and – Wait, is it your wedding? My wedding? Did you just hear that? My wedding. My wedding. My wedding. Are you yeah, talking I, about I mean, like, No, we've, we've had – Oh, had, oh me, mean, and me and you. <laughs> I thought she was talking about her and Joel and I was like, I love how she said my, my wedding. wedding. No, it's definitely our wedding. But I didn't want to make it sound like it was our wedding. Like, I will marry you. We're already we're married. Already married. Um, 
Yeah. So like, I know that we've had conversations and I've told you, like, you know, as I started the planning process, which mind you, it's been like two weeks as of tomorrow that I've been engaged and pretty much the entire wedding is planned. But I am a Virgo. But in saying that, as I've been doing my research, you know, you hop on Instagram and you scroll and you look at all of these amazing weddings with all the flowers and the flower walls and the vintage tables and the vintage chairs and the glassware and the things that you must have. And then I'm like, hang on a minute. Do I actually need this? Hang on a minute. No. (laughs) I don't need that. Well, when it comes with like an additional amount of money of like $50,000, all these things added up. Yeah, probably not. I mean, and this is the thing. It's like, if you want to go for Mm -hmm. it, wait, if you want to, and you have the ability to go for it, but even you, like you could spend more money on your wedding, but you're choosing not to, because you just don't want to spend that much money on one day. Yeah. This is the thing. Like we have had friends that have spent $80,000 on their wedding, their one day and gone into debt. And I would never, ever recommend doing that. No. I would never recommend doing that for anything, really. And, like, some people might hear that 80000 think, oh, is that it? Like, there are people like that, that rich. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> well done. Spend all the money, get married and hire lots of people and give all the workers money. That's good. Like, yes. There is a good thing to weddings, as you mentioned. Yeah, it's that, a great economy. Yes, it's a great economy driver. I understand that, Yes. But personally, so I'll I'll let you know, my budget initially when me and Joel were talking about planning, we were like, it would be really great to spend $20,000 and under. I thought that 10K each toward a wedding, uh, like a day to celebrate, a day to like, you know, have great food, great drinks and lots of fun and lots of dancing. I would feel great spending that amount of money. Did the budget. We were under the 20K mark. Amazing. We're going to make this happen. Go us. Go team. And then slowly... But surely what happened to the budget was everything that we were planning and booking suddenly was a little bit more than we planned, a little bit more than we planned. And, oh, the venue doesn't come with seats. We probably need seats for everybody. We better add that to the budget. And so now the budget is at 28000 and we're being very conservative. Well, like you are skipping a few of the extras and niceties that you would like, but you're also like, I don't really need them. I wonder, look, we're going to do obviously follow-up episode after when the budget is all spent and you'll be like, yeah, I blew it out by 20000 It doubled, $50,000 wedding. It's and- not going to be $50,000. <laughs> Unless you find a very nice expensive dress. No way. My dress budget is like 2000 Yeah. Look. I've Googled the origins of weddings and I want to talk about it. Let's do it. Okay, so it says that marriages and weddings, well, marriage probably because weddings probably looked very different. They're about 4,350 years old. Da-da-da-da-da. a long time. I'm skimming. I'm skimming. Romans, Greeks, Hebrews. It was in many cultures. Uh, Okay, so what was it about then? Marriage's primary purpose was to bind women to men and thus guarantee that a man's children were truly his biological heirs. Sorry, stutter. Through marriage, a woman became a man's property. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So at the ceremony in ancient Greece, a father would hand over his daughter with these words. I pledge my daughter for the purpose of producing legitimate offspring. 
Oh, so romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Among the ancient Hebrews, men were free to take several wives. Lucky men. (laughs) Married Greeks and Romans were free to satisfy their sexual urges with concubines, prostitutes, and even teenage male lovers, while their wives were required to stay home and tend to the household. Oh, lucky women. If wives failed to produce offspring, and probably male offspring, let's be honest, their husbands could give them back. And marry someone else. <laughs> yeah, and so when was it that marriage and weddings became about love? Well, I would say very recently. Like, no, it says, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, but I've got to skim it, so keep talking. Okay, because basic, oh, yeah. so basically when marriage was first started, the whole idea of like legally binding someone to someone else was all about the male owning the female. Yeah, it says that it, it was all about practical reasons. Mm, practicality. Not for love. It was just about having babies really and I guess like whatever. Uh, I'm continuing to read. Continuing. And we'll pop this link in the show notes as well if you want to read the entire okay. page. Well, we got to think about this. Okay, so this is totally an American article, so I'm not sure on Australia. I should know. When was when did in Australia could women vote? I don't know. But in America, I think it was 1920. And obviously this changed a lot because women actually were semi-classified as equal citizens to men. Like obviously that had a lot of work to be done and still to be done, especially worldwide. Is that white women? Yeah, probably that was white women too. Well, I don't know when did African-American people be able to vote in America. I have no idea. Guys, we have limited knowledge of history in America and probably in Australia Mm, too. We should do do more research. But it's fascinating, right? Okay, so really love probably only came into the picture maybe in the 1960s. Like when you really think about it, was love even there before? Like, okay, that's there, mind blowing. There was definitely love. Okay, there, no, was, there was because okay, grandma and grandpa, right? Yeah. So, true. There's true. a photo that grandpa kept, and it says June, which is grandma's name, the the day we first met, and it was at a wedding, and so that was in nineteen. Yeah. Look, I'm saying totally. There's been many relationships for love and many marriages. Even back in the day, I'm sure some couples actually did love each other or they eventually loved each other. And then, of course, there's been other couples that did not and other men, obviously, who just went off and did whatever they want and probably hated their wives and the poor wife. Uh, Anyway, it's interesting to learn about, I think, and it makes you kind of question it. But then it also makes you be like, okay, well, what does wedding, what does a marriage and what does a wedding mean to me? So obviously you add your own interpretation. And that's why it's good to remember that if you don't like them, you don't have to get married. Mm. If if it doesn't sit well with you, there's no... She means if you don't like weddings. Oh, yeah. Not your partner. If yeah, you don't like def- your partner, definitely don't get married. <laughs> please, please don't get married. I mean, you can have days or like, you know, moments where you don't like them, but eventually you tend to like them again yes. and love them. Um, but yeah, so you don't need to get married. It's not like, like, it's not this thing we have to do anymore, especially in Australia. We don't have to be married. I think it's also like, it's, we don't... It's not even the have to. It's like it doesn't have to be like a should be. Yes. Like I think that 
we probably grew up thinking, and we've talked about this many times, about the should be's like, I'm going to grow up, I'm going to find a man, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have kids, we're going to buy a house, we might buy a second house at the beach or something like that, a holiday home. We're both going to have great jobs, maybe desk jobs, and then we'll retire at age 65 with great super. Yeah, so like that's the list of should be is that you feel like you might need to tick off and you totally can absolutely be brainwashed to think that you do and then you stop and realise, hang on a minute, am I happy? And then you realise, no, I'm not, and then your whole life shifts. Did I add have three kids? Yeah, you said have Two and a half kids? Yeah, yeah, at least two, yeah. At least two and a half, <laughs> that's what they say. Uh, so I think it's questioning that, like why do you desire this? Is it actually something you want? Or do you just think that you're supposed to have it by a yeah. certain time? And also, like, what does your wedding need to look like? Because mm. I might get married still, but I have a feeling it's going to be very small scale, like literally a normal day with a few people mm. or, like, just go to the, you know, town hall and with a witness or whatever well, you do. Your friends, Martina and Gavin, I feel like, their wedding was smaller here. Yeah. I know they had two. Well, they yeah, they had two. <laughs> so we can't really count them maybe. But anyway, talk about their smaller wedding. Their smaller wedding here was like actually <laughs> so nice. It was just in a really beautiful restaurant in Brisbane, Enateca. Uh, what's that place called in Wollongabba? That restaurant is so good. If you're from Brisbane and you have not been or if you're traveling to Brisbane, go there for the best Italian. Very nice staff. I would definitely have my wedding there because it was so fun. We had a great time. And it was just like, you know, in the wine cellar. It was like 20 Like people, a long right? table, 20 people, perfect. Uh, loved that wedding. Mm. And but she actually got married there too. Yeah, she literally walked down the stairs and got married in the restaurant. It was like, so I find cute. That very cute. It was really cute. And we just all stood up. Like we were all standing and watching. So that's good. You don't need to hire those chairs. So you think Make people, people can just stand, stand up? Well, probably the older people need to stand. Sit. Sit. Sorry, sit. I mean, there were chairs because we all sat down at our table, but, like, you don't necessarily mm. need chairs for everyone. Well, I was thinking maybe I'll just get some chairs. Yeah, for the people who need to sit. Yes. And, I mean, my wedding, when you think about my wedding, it's going to be very, like, I, it's definitely not as simple as that, but, like, it's definitely not that extravagant. Yeah, well, I think the bonus of having it in a restaurant is that you don't need much decorations. Mm. Like she had a few vases on the table, which were really beautiful, but you're in a beautiful restaurant with a wine cellar as decoration yeah, with like so cool. with like very beautiful bottles of wine. Like, ta-da. <laughs> yeah, very true. But maybe the food costs more. I'm not sure. Mm. What do you think? It's like I want to hear about this. Yeah, like I want to hear about your if you've had a wedding. Yes, if you've gone to weddings. Uh, what do you think about weddings? Do you want to get married? Have you been divorced now? Do you hate weddings or do you still love them? Because I've met divorcees and then they still love weddings, and then I've met divorced people who literally hate weddings yes. and they think they're the biggest fattest waste of money. Like, yeah, I can kind of understand if you get divorced and you're really angry and bitter at that person. Yeah, I kind of get. You're like, why did I do that? Yeah, I would really like that $30,000 in my bank account right now. <laughs> but, gee, if we acted like that, we'd always be living in regret, wouldn't we? Yeah, and it's, I don't think it's a good way. I don't think it's a no. – I don't want to live like that. No. Yeah, I mean, when – I reckon – like, it's sometimes you, like, when you when I'm planning my wedding, for example, I'll be, like, really excited about it and, like, kind of just – thinking I'm just going to get everything. Like I'm just going to put everything in the budget because like it's only going to happen once. But then I'm like, no, be smart about it. Like 
You don't mm. need everything. Yeah, exactly. And like, I want to do things like with the table centerpieces. Like, I know I can make great table centerpieces. I know we can make great table centerpieces. Mm. I'm just going to make them. And I think we'd have fun too. And because like, you're not going to be this person who needs to spend hours getting ready. Literally, I was thinking, I was like, I could literally get ready myself. Like, I'll get my, I will get my hair done and my makeup done. But like, that's all you need to pay for, though. Yeah. But you could do it yourself. Well, you could definitely air wrap your hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm really good at doing my hair. Like, imagine if they do my hair and I hate it. And then Which I'm like, it could be possible. I remember mum said she was bridesmaid. Uh, her and her sister were bridesmaid. I think it must have been for Gay's wedding. So our uncle's ex, 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 ex. Um, Oops. <laughs> and they got their hair done and they both pulled it out. And there's these photos of them because their hair looks – I really like how their hair looks oh, after. Yeah. And it's, like, really big and curly. And I said to them the other day, I was like, your hair looked so good that day. And they just both cracked up laughing because they said, yeah, you should have seen it before we pulled it out. Like, it was oh, really bad. Well, I mean, your hair, when you do your hair color, it always looks so beautiful because you just are blessed with great hair. So you could totally do that. You could make sure you get it, you know, freshly dyed mm. the week before and then it'll be cut. Yeah. And then you just put waves in it. Like, I love your hair like that. Me too. And, like, I'm not going to – I am i don't know. I'm not going to have a veil, I don't think. And it's not going to be up. No, it's going to be, be down. down. Like, you are you love your hair down. Yeah, you're not no gonna, way am I wearing it up. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to read this interesting stat. This is in America. I wonder what it is in Australia. And I wonder what it is – I know in the UK it was more recent – but it says, by the 1970s, the law finally recognised the concept of marital rape. Isn't that interesting? So men, husbands were legally allowed to rape their wives. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> this yeah. is insanity. Uh, so, yeah, I get why some people hate marriages and, like, because you look at some history and you're like, this sucks. Like, what is this? <laughs> and, the, and the fact that it's, like, recent history. I mean, that's not very long like ago. Like 1970. That's like 50 years like ago. 50 years. What the? Like, and yeah, I think, you know, it's hard to, like when everything is so in your present, right, you just think things have been the same way the whole time. And then when you learn about something like that, you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Only 50 years ago? I think it was the same time in Australia too, 1970s and 80s. I find that insane. I guess, like. They just probably found it hard to prove it, which is from 1976 to 1994. 1994? Oh, my. Probably um, Northern Territory was late. Probably Queensland was late. Our state. Maybe Tasmania was late. No, it wouldn't have been that. I think, you know, the back – Queensland is a little bit backwards sometimes when it comes to stuff like that. Ah. Clearly, I don't have a lot of knowledge in politics, though, so should not go on that topic. But it's interesting, and I think it's it's good to read about these things because then it can kind of help you navigate what you want to do. Because sometimes you might just want the big wedding because you see everyone else's big weddings on Instagram, mm. and like we all know what Instagram is good at doing. It's good at allowing us to compare ourselves and to think I need that or I want that. When actual, like, do you? Like, actually stop and think and reflect, yeah. do you? And did you want it before you saw it? Oh. Like, that that's a good question. Like, did you only think you want it because Instagram is targeting you in your explore section with engagement rings? Yeah, that's interesting, right? Yeah. yeah Literally, ads. my explore feed now is only engagement rings, weddings, 
Taylor Swift and puppies. There's a little bit of yoga too. Tiny bit. A tiny bit. More yoga. Um, I mean, I'm really excited for your wedding. And, you know, Carla has been someone who, you know, you would always want a wedding. Like you love the idea of, like you did performance. You love, like, <laughs> you love cre- creating a show. Like I think a wedding is about that too, right? Like yeah. it's like almost a performance. Like like you're going to do a dance, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm so excited. It's going to be the best day ever. Yeah, no, I'm but, really excited too. But you think of my wedding and it wouldn't be like that, no. right? Like I don't like being the center of attention. I actually dislike it. I don't like my own birthday parties. I like other people's birthday parties. Mm. That's why whenever I got had my birthday party, you would organize it. <laughs> you know, it's funny though because Joel is like that. Yeah, because like, he's a Cancer and my moon rising is Cancer. Yeah, and he is – like with at his 30th birthday, like I pretty much organized the entire yeah. thing. And then he said to me on the day, he's like, oh, I forgot it's my it's my party. And I was like, yeah, you have to make sure you go around to all the groups and like make sure you say hi and thanks for coming and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, can you do it? I'm like, no. <laughs> I think about like at my parties, did I even do that? I think I was like my 18th and 21st was my last parties. No, I did have a 30th. Your 30th was fun. Yeah, the 30th was fun because it was literally a picnic in a house and it was like sit down mm. and it was great fun. Yeah, it was super fun. And my 30th was really fun too. Yeah, your was 30th was just like a big platter great. and drinks and cocktails. Um, but yeah, so I'm getting married on the 3rd of March 2023. So it's going to be very fun. It's going to be in Palm Beach. It is. Do you all want to come? Yeah, you're invited to the ceremony. Uh, can't fit you into the reception, sorry, but <laughs> it's capped uh, to align with my budget. Um, <laughs> but it is going to be at Palm Beach. We went for coffee two days after we got engaged to this cafe, which I'd never been to. And we walked out of the cafe and then as we were getting into the car, I turned around and there was a sign and it said beachfront weddings. And I was like, perfect. Looked them up on Instagram. I was like, perfect. Emailed them that day. Do you have availability? They're like, look at our calendar. Me and Joel were like, oh, look, the 3rd of the 3rd, 2023. Perfect. Let's book it in. We booked it in that day. You are crazy and also a very organized Virgo. And it just all fell into place. Like mm. it was perfect. It so, was. It felt and like I mean, that, that venue – is I think very suitable for you and Joel as a couple. Like it felt very you, very relaxed, very beachy. Mm. So I think it suited you. And I mean, what better backdrop than the ocean? Yeah, beautiful. Uh, What did I want to say? I also wanted to say another thing. Ooh, remember that conversation we had with a mum and her daughter just got engaged and she made a comment because – the older sister had to get engaged before oh, the younger sister. True. Remember that? Yes. And I just thought this is the weirdest conversation I've ever had, me being a sister. You being the older sister. The, me being the older sister. And I was like, wow, like do people actually believe this, that the mother thought that the right thing was for the older daughter to get us to get married before the younger one? Like it just would be rude, obviously, if it happened the other way around. Mm. And I was like, wow, this is – scary but the weird it made me feel sick but it was also the weird thing was that the younger daughter thought that too. yeah the younger daughter thought it thought it too and then I just looked at Carla and I was like Carla I do not give a damn (laughs) you get married before you do whatever you want before me like there comes a point in an age where you both are just adults right 
Like, and you don't do that anymore. Mm. Carla learned how to ride a two-wheeler bike before me. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I think that that's, that's weird. Yeah, it is. I think, you know, when you both reach the age of, uh, you know, legal ages of like 18, like that to me, the only thing that was that happened should happen before is like, A, getting my license. Like you're gonna get your license before me, cause you're older. But I also might not drive. No, no. And also like, it maybe doesn't matter. It, yeah. That also doesn't matter. And also allowed to, like only allowed. I should say allowed to drive or allowed to drink. Yeah. Illegally, like you could, still, <laughs> you could illegally I'm do meaning anything. Legally. I'm meaning yeah, like actual. Well, you mean like actual age things? Yeah. yeah. So. I just want to say if you're in a situation where you are feeling like, oh, my little sister is getting married before me, my little brother, like please don't worry about that. There's far more important things for you to spend your energy, uh, your your goals can be totally different to your siblings or friends or whoever this person is you may be comparing to. And also, yes, if your parents are, or your some other people are comparing as well. Tell them to shut up. Yeah, tell them to shut up and tune in. You tune into <laughs> yourself, your heart and what you want. And if you want the big fat Greek wedding or whatever it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you want that and you are having not really a big fat Greek wedding, but you are Greek, but it's not really that Greek. No. Because that's okay. Uh, it would be fun. No, we're having Italian food. Yeah, Italian food. I approve. Uh, if you want that, go for it. And spend wisely, but spend all the money you want. But spend sp- smartly. Spend smartly. Spend within your means is all I'm trying to say. Don't overspend at the detriment of uh, paying your mortgage, of paying your rent, mm. etc., etc. Uh, or your like dreams and aspirations. Yeah, like like totally. Fund your business before you fund your wedding. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm all for that. Uh, but then, if you do not want a wedding. That is okay too and don't feel obliged to. Just because maybe your parents want the wedding, just because your partner wants the wedding, chat it out, find common ground, find middle ground, compromise. That can happen. I mean that happens all the time with couples, right? You meet in the middle. Sometimes one person might get their way and then the other time another. (laughs) People are thinking, yeah, I got my way with my wedding. I wanted the biggest, baddest, most amazing (laughs) wedding in the world and I got it. (laughs) I win. <laughs> oh, my. It's like me. Uh, with our wedding, I'm like, we must have long banquet tables. Like, I only want long banquet tables. The venue comes with free round tables. I don't want the free round tables. Yeah, but then you considered having the round tables. I did. And then, then this is jolly. Oh, but, baby, you really want the long tables. And I'm, like, just sitting there laughing because, you know, jolly is, like, Kind of like very budget conscious, but every time Carla's like, yeah, we could do this, then he goes, but you really want this. And I'm in my head just laughing a little bit at like how hilarious this is. Yes, because it's so funny because he, when he's talking about the budget, I'm like, all right, well, I'll compromise. Like, yeah, we'll go the free round tables. We don't have to pay $500 extra for the table hire. Yeah, you guys are right. Like we could probably find some round tables. We'll make them look pretty like because you were there and he was there. And we're all like, yeah, okay, on the same page. Yeah, the round tables, they'll look good. And then, yeah, he goes and changes his mind. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so we, we know now that reverse psychology works with Joel. So this is what you need to do. You need to say what you like. And then if he stresses about the budget, then we'll be like, all right, yeah. we'll do it. And then he'll say, oh, no, you really you want really this. Want this. <laughs> 
actually cracked me up inside my brain. Like, obviously, I didn't laugh out loud, but it was quite enjoyable to watch. I mean, it's he's done it like several times already. Yeah, I've seen him do it several times. <laughs> like, even your wedding band, it's like you were worried about the money. I'm like, oh, you could go like the less diamonds. Just go with the nice, solid white gold. Like, you've got a big fat diamond on your ring already. You don't need the extra diamonds. What do I get a photo of? The blinging wedding band filled with diamonds. And it made me laugh so much. <laughs> yeah. And then you would ask me this morning when we went for a walk, you're like, so did you try on the white gold one? I was like, no. <laughs> she didn't even try it on because she wanted the one with diamonds. That's why I wanted it. Uh, she I wants it. it. Oh, I yeah. like it. I want it. I get it. it. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but it's good that we can see the – the humor in it well i think it's also important to recognize that yeah like you want the big fat diamond because you want a big fat diamond like you don't have to feel bad it's not like a reason to feel bad if you want something go out and get it if you can do it uh but if you don't want it you don't need it as well like i like diamonds too if i got an engagement ring i would be happy but i probably would prefer like like I don't need a diamond though. Like mm. I probably would prefer something very different. Like I don't know. Some emerald. Yeah, I do love emeralds. An emerald would be perfect. <laughs> but they're not very sturdy, I don't know. No, think. they're super soft. Yeah. So like look, to be honest, I really don't care. I have I have lots of other nice rings that I already own anyway. Big fat sapphire. Yeah. Like that's nice. Mm-hmm. And very sentimental. Do you like how I describe these gems? Like big fat. Like, they're not that big. No, they're not that but, big. But like they're big when you don't have anything yes. that is bigger. They're not like those like Beyonce, like those. Yeah, not at all. God, no. Guys, you know, yeah, like because, you know we what? keep it real. They're not that big. They're not that fat. The thing <laughs> with this as well, like I think it's like, you know, there comes a, there comes a point where sometimes you can also feel like bad for wanting these things. Like we shouldn't remember that we're allowed to want these things and we're allowed to get them and have them and have the nice things that we want. But why do you feel bad? Mm, because then you're like, well, should I have given that money to someone else? Or like charity or yeah, something? Yeah, like should I have like done something more with that? Yeah, I, I, I feel that often. But you can think that about everything you do in your life. Yeah, you're so, right. Like when I go on a holiday, like yeah. for example, I bought Joel his trip. You're going to Italy. Mm. Like we could easily be like, well, should I have given all that money to charity? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, I think the way to make sure you don't feel that is to give generously as well. And, you know, the amount that you can. Mm. You can, of course, we can do all the things. We live in this, this life where we are lucky and privileged enough to be able to experience these amazing things. I mean, what is that way of living What's that philosophy where it's like, you know, the the philosophy of pleasure? Is it it starts with E? <laughs> epi epi something. You keep talking. Okay. But you know, life is to experience. Like yeah. it is to experience wonderful, amazing things. And sometimes those things cost money, sometimes they don't. Yeah, and I, I do understand that. So it's like and I think if it's not in excess then it's like, you know, it's it's not like I have every finger with the diamond. Like or you're going oh, on a, yeah. you know, a twelve week holiday but, every two weeks. But hey, if you want to do that as well, it's fine. Like Yeah, you're it, allowed This to, is the thing. We're we're we, allowed to spend our money where we want to spend our money. We are allowed to do our life as we choose to. Like, as long as you're not hurting someone. Uh 
yes, it might be in your moral compass to give generously. And obviously you feel that, Carla. That's a good thing. Mm. So give when you want to give. And me too, like give when we want to give. And be honest with yourself. Like I want these things because I want them and that's okay. Mm. They make me happy in this moment. They're not going to, to sustain happiness. The diamond ring isn't like, you know, it doesn't instantly make you happy. Well, maybe it does. Maybe I you think do. when you look at it, you get happy. Yeah, you look at it and you're like, ooh. So this is <laughs> Epicureanism is a system of philosophy founded around 307 BC based upon the teaching of the ancient Greek philosopher Epicurus. 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 I'm sure that is definitely um, you pronounce it different. Epicurus. And I'm pretty sure it's all about. So this uh, link sucks. Yeah, there's no dot There's points. no um, definition of the oh, philosophy. Yeah. It's a form. It declares pleasure to be its sole intrinsic goal. Wow. The concept that the absence of pain and fear constitutes the greatest pleasure and its advocacy of a simple life make it very different from, oh, okay. So it's a simple life. So it's like finding pleasure in the simple things. Yeah, maybe. So it's not about diamonds. <laughs> okay, guys, sorry, I gave some faulty. You know me, I always give some faulty. But I think that I think it's a good thing to bring up. You know, it's it's a reminder that actually we can find the same level of joy in a diamond ring. Yeah. As looking at a sunset or a sunrise. Do you know what I mean? Like you can feel that in the simplest of things you can feel joy and pleasure. Yeah, well, he you says don't they, need the big they say Epicureanism, sorry about my pronunciation, argued that pleasure was the chief good in life. Advocated He, the founder, advocated living in such a way as to derive the greatest amount of pleasure possible during one's lifetime, yet doing so moderately in order to avoid the suffering incurred by overindulgence. Oh, okay. oh my God, I think we are this. So pretty much <laughs> it's saying like enjoy the pizza – but don't enjoy the pizza for breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. So I think he – what's that other one? I like one? it. Yeah. So obviously – I think I am an Epicurean, <laughs> whatever it is. We suck. I'm an Epicurus. Everyone is thinking, girls, you need to get better at pronouncing and better at your history. Yeah, that's because we decide on a topic and we should really have a producer who does research for us or we should get off our butts and do it ourselves. Yeah. I think this is the joy of our podcast, <laughs> that we take you on a journey – and it's as if you're in the room with us. Yeah, we're besties. Uh, I really love this topic and I'm really, really excited for Carla's wedding. Don't mistake my my questioning of my own wedding for my non-excitement for my sister's wedding. Like I'm pretty sure I'd be more excited for Carla's wedding than my <laughs> own wedding. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, so don't think that I'm like some, what do you call it? Evil sister. Yeah, I'm definitely not. No, she's I'm so excited not. and I'm obviously going to be the maid of honour. You are. Wait, oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Maid of honour? Yes, yes, I'm the maid of honour. You have a big role. You're going to have my ring. Oh. And hand the rings. Oh. And okay. Sam is going to have – oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sam listens to this podcast. He doesn't it's like, know surprise, you're uh, the best man. <laughs> he's going to hand – Joel's ring. So it's going to be really cute. Oh. And Chino's going to be there. Yeah. I'm, and he's going to wear a little suit. So do I walk Chino down the aisle or does Joel hold Chino? I think – so, yeah, we're a little bit worried about this because – Because what if he runs yeah. and jumps on so your dress? So we're totally thinking we're going to have to do a lot of practice runs and we really need to work on his weight command because his weight command is terrible. 
when he sits, he does not wait. <laughs> he's so naughty. And he's so naughty. So I think we need to work on it and like maybe even practice me walking toward Joel with him sitting. Oh my god! Because yeah, it could be a really bad. Because this is what I feel could be cute. Like I could hold Gina, walk him down the aisle, and everyone be like, "Oh my god, Gina!" And then obviously I give him to Joel, yeah. and then you come. Or but Joel could just hold him the whole time. Yeah. Because Joel oh, be like, so he's my dog. <laughs> I'm like, he's my dog. <laughs> he's our dog. He's mine. <laughs> no, not really. But yeah, it's going to be really cute. <laughs> I could walk Ava down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd, Ava it could be the flower dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Now Ava needs to be in it too. <laughs> Ava is Joel's mum's dog, the white poodle. She's so cute. She's so small. It's and so tiny. <laughs> she'll, she's very anxious, so she'll probably get very scared of oh, all Oh, yeah, she, she shakes a lot. Yeah. Oh, but I'm very excited and I can't wait to go wedding dress shopping mm. and bridesmaid dress shopping. Yes, it is very exciting. And I'll quickly tell you the engagement story because oh, yes. I'm sure everybody wants to know. Of course. <laughs> I'm sure you're on the edges of your seat wondering how he proposed. <laughs> <laughs> she does not like the centre of attention at all. No. Okay, so it was – and guys – I definitely knew it was happening. Like, I totally knew it was happening this night. So, yeah, like, but you've got to tell everyone that you did buy the ring together. Yeah. Like, you went and chose it the It was ring. like a really spe- – and that was in itself. I feel like that's part of the engagement story. So we're shopping for sheets and towels at Pacific Fair, which is one of the, the biggest shops on the Gold Coast. You probably know it if you've been to the Gold Coast. We're shopping, and then we walk past this jeweler, which we always walk past, uh, and, like – I guess like a year ago, it was on sale, this jeweler. It was like 40% off. And I was like, wow, that's a really good sale. And Joel was like, wow, that's a really good sale. Um, And then on this specific day, we were walking past and it said 40% off sale last day today. And we were like, oh my. And then we were looking in the window and I had never tried on rings before. And I thought I knew what I wanted, but I thought, well, I should probably try some on because... I don't even know if I like them. Anyway, we walked in to the shop. I'm in my Merry Body outfit. Like, I've got my Merry Body t-shirt on. I've got, like, bike shorts on and runners. I am not dressed for a luxury jeweler. That's for sure. Anyway, we sit down, try on some rings, try on the ring that I have, and we were both like, oh, this is really nice. And lo and behold, it was 40% off. So you just see Joel's eyes light up. He's like, yes. And anyway, so we picked it up. uh, We picked it that day and he put a deposit on it that day. So I knew what the ring was going to be, which was exciting in itself. I told everyone like already that we got the ring. I showed all my friends and that was the fun. I was confused. I thought they'd already been engaged. Yeah. I sent a photo to Emma and she was like, so does this mean you're engaged? And I was like, no, we're not because I don't have the ring yet. Anyway, fast forward a month and then I was down in Canberra for nine days and a couple of days before getting back, Joel was like, "We, we, uh, I'm going to take you to dinner. Do you want to do it Tuesday, Thursday? And I was like, okay, this is weird. Like, you never do this. You never organize dinner. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. He does. But I just thought this was a little bit weird. I was like, okay, I feel like something's happening. And I booked it on a Thursday, which was the 23rd of June. And 23 is a special number, my favorite number, and Joel's, one of Joel's favorite numbers, and your favorite number backwards. Yes. So it's got a lot of meaning. And we went out for dinner. We went to Social, one of our favorite restaurants in Broad Beach. Broad Beach is where we had our first date ever. And anyway, we're sitting down. Actually, we walked in. They gave us champagne, which I thought was strange. I was like, why are you giving me champagne? This is weird. And they'd just been renovated. And I was like, maybe it's that, but maybe 
they know something I don't know, or maybe they know something I do know. And we sat down and then Joel looked super weird. He's shifting his gaze left, right and centre. And I'm like, what are you looking at? Anyway, then he stood up, walked around the table, got down on one knee, pulled the ring out. It's like in between his fingers, like he's holding it up, like my precious. Like that's that's kind of what I was Gollum. thinking, Gollum. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, Colin, I call this. <laughs> Will you spend the rest of your life with me? I love you so much. Will you marry me? And it was like said like that, very rushed. And I just like burst out laughing. I'm like, oh my God, it's happening in the restaurant, in the middle of the restaurant. And then I said yes. And then we hugged and kissed and the whole restaurant was clapping. And it was very cute. Anyway, then I couldn't eat dinner. I was too excited. I was like, you could have done it after the main because I was so looking forward did to this Did you eat food. though? No, I did. He like made me, he like served the food and he was like, make sure you eat. But I was just so excited. And then we went for gelato afterwards. I was FaceTiming mum and dad, telling them everything. And then I, this dog runs up to me and I'm like, oh my God, mum and dad, this dog looks like Chino. And I was like, wait, it is Chino. And then I look up and then Emma and Damiana were there as well. And they've come to join us for gelato to celebrate. <laughs> and it was so perfect. It was so cute. Yay. Yay. It, and you know what? It was so nice to see how excited you were. You were so happy. Uh, and it was so special. So I think, you know, maybe I do want that. Because she was so happy. <laughs> it's true. Like even in the photos, like you I look, look so really happy. happy. And I, I don't – and I was like, wow, that, like I look really happy Yeah, you look photo. really happy. Well, I think because it's like you're very emotional mm. and, and you're not thinking about what does my face look yeah. like, how do I look like in this photo. You're just pure emotion, which yeah. is nice. I mean – more of that in life, yeah? Yes. And it doesn't need to be the diamond. It doesn't need to be the marriage. It could be anything. anything. But, you know, step towards that. And maybe it is the wedding and the diamond, so do it. But don't worry if you haven't met anyone. Mm. Yeah, also it doesn't experience matter. Experience that without the person. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like Find You can it. experience that in other ways. Like I've felt that happy, you know. On other occasions as well. It's not just this one occasion that, like, stands out. Yeah. You know, we've had so many, all, like, you, me together, we've had so many happy moments. Me and Joel mm. together, so many happy moments. Me, mum, dad together, so yeah. many happy moments. Like, it's it's not just this kind of occasion no. that causes that kind of happiness. No, it's not the big things. It's mostly just the small things mm. added up. Mm. And that's why it is important to, if you are organising a wedding, to make the journey to the wedding nice I mean how many brides did we speak to previously friends who were getting married and they were so stressed and counting down the days till the honeymoon that was one thing I said like when we got engaged I was like I want the process to be enjoyable for both of us I want like I don't want Joel being like oh you just do it like you just like you know in like a resentful way. Like mm. if you wanted me to just do it, I also said like, that's fine. Me and Emma can organize a wedding in two days. Like no problems. <laughs> um, and he actually surprised me that like he was enjoying the process yeah. as well, like getting involved and like having an opinion. And I was like, this is really cute. Um, and it's been really good. We haven't had – there's been no moment where I've thought, oh, like this sucks. Yeah, well, I think like – you know, him being involved and showing interest shows that he wants to do it just as yeah. much as you. And I think that is important. Like, I guess I'm someone who isn't so keen on the big wedding, so I can't imagine being with someone 
who like wouldn't be keen and I'd be keen yeah. like because I can't like I mean I guess I can try and imagine it and it would be hard it would be hard if your partner wasn't really interested in the wedding mm. like I know someone who's getting married and the partner is really not interested yeah like anytime I ask them in front of each other it's super bad and I'm like I shouldn't have asked you that yeah but that to me is like warning bells like yeah. maybe you don't have the big wedding yeah maybe cancel some of the things like <laughs> Look, I don't know. Do we all remember Sex in the City, the movie, right? Yes. They just were planning a small wedding in town hall. That's she got what they wanted. Carried away. Carry and big. And then what happened? She got carried yeah. away. And then what happened? Yeah. yeah. He didn't show up. Oh my gosh. But he, he was tried so to bad. call. He tried to I call. Know, it was and the so phone hard. was in the bag. And I she, know. And know. then and then what's her name? Picked up the little girl, yeah. picked up Oh my gosh. Was that not the most heartbreaking thing in the world though? <laughs> Like, but you know, even if that did happen to you or like if that does happen, you can still get through it. Yeah. You are resilient. Yes. You're resilient. And that is not the meaning of life. It would really suck though and be really hard. It would be so hard. Because like you've got all the people there too. It would be very hard. You would feel really, hum- like you'd feel really You would feel embarrassed. Humi- you would feel embarrassed, humiliated. humiliated, but then you would realize actually those, those emotions are not. Like, I don't need to feel yeah. them, but they would come up, I think. That's what Carrie said, didn't she? Yeah. You humiliated me. <gasps> I can, like, in, see it. My skin is yeah, tingling. I can feel that because, like, the acting was very good. I that, love Sex and the City. Think, anyway. Um, yeah, and I think that, again, and we'll finish on this end because it was supposed to be a 20-minute episode and it turned into a 45-minute one. Oops. Um, that was something I was I have been extremely aware of as well. Because I, as I said at the start, I'm on Instagram, I'm doing all the Googling, I'm seeing all the stuff that's available for hire and what it could look like. And I have to restrain myself. I have to be like, no, is that important? Like, don't get carried away. Don't get carried away. Don't be carried yeah. on her first wedding. And um, Yeah, exactly. And Skye, my friend who's also getting married, she said that too. Like yeah. she, she gave me advice. She was like, don't, you know. It's easy to get carried away. Yeah. Well, it's just like that saying, like, sometimes less is more. Mm. You don't need all the bells and whistles. Well, what did I say to you? I said, you know, what is most important to me? Most important is, like, everyone has a great time and I have a great time. Me and Joel have a great time. Mm. And what equals a great time to me is, like, good food, like, really yummy food that people will, like, enjoy. Some drinks. If you want to drink, not too many. No, no. I'll be making sure there's a strict uh, RSA, RSA. and good music to dance to. Yeah, that you is one a party. That's all I care about, and that's what I remember at good weddings. Yeah, me too. The dance floor is what I remember. Yeah, and I don't and even the food, remember the food. Yeah, because a lot of the time the food is terrible. Yeah. I remember the food good from food. the good weddings and then never like that that traditional alternate drop. I mean, we've both worked in events, so we've seen enough of that beef, chicken or like salmon, beef, whatever. So I love that you're doing like an Italian on the table, mm-hmm. like big share thing. Yeah, pizza, pasta, yeah. risotto. It's going to be so yum. Yeah, I feel like it's perfect. Yeah. So I think it's like check in, you know, if you're ever planning something that's big, like check in with like what do you actually care about? What is actually necessary? Do you actually want to spend that money? If you do, okay, go for it. But know that like the important things really is like the people who are there. 
Yeah, like, the people and the rest of your life. It's like yeah. it is one day after all. Yeah, exactly. And then like it's like, yes, it's a celebration and then, yay, we had so much yeah. fun. And, yeah, the, they're not going to remember the hundreds of roses that you had on the tables. Well, they probably would. That would be amazing. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> all these roses remember that wedding with all those roses oh so funny i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> there goes her budget all right we're gonna go okay bye we'd love to hear from you tell us about your wedding tell us about your best friend's wedding tell us about your sister's wedding your brother's wedding we want to hear about all the weddings it's gonna be fun <laughs> our dms are gonna be full i'm sure <laughs> bye My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.